FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to the Renthal Reaction Podcast. Another one detailing the SMX. Uh, the press conference was today, October 4th. They revealed the uh, format of the Supercross motocross races, three of them. They revealed the Supercross schedule for 2023, the outdoor schedule for 2023, and uh, lots of things going on, lots of things to talk about um, when it comes to the sport because there are exciting things going on with the sport. Thank you to Renthal for making this podcast happen. Whether it's a 7-8 bar, twin wall, fat bar, fat bar 36, sprockets, chains, grips, now cloth pads, uh, Renthal.com for more information. If you're listening to this and you had a dirt bike, then chances are you used something from Renthal over the years, made over there the UK to the, the highest uh, quality. Uh, thank you to the folks at Renthal for making this happen, Renthal Reaction Podcast. And uh, talking uh, SMX with me, it is Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hi, Stephen. How are you doing today? Happy birthday. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been uh, it's been a good day. Real busy. Going to England tomorrow for uh, World Supercross uh, debut in England. So that should be good. Um, by the way, the, the, watching the press conference, I had to laugh. I mean, the folks at Feld and everybody, Wygant, Blair, they couldn't hammer home enough that this is a world championship. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Because the FIM keeps saying that they are the only true world championship. And I don't give a shit. I think it's hilarious. Glenn Helen calls itself a world championship also. Um, <laughs> That's so, true. So just go ahead, everybody. Everybody's, everything's a world championship. I don't care. I think, it's, I think it was an obvious dig to me over and over saying that this is a world championship. It's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think the... the- the world world coexists with the word premier. I think that's why they use it. Right. But to me, uh, MXGP, that's a world championship, right? Like multiple rounds all around the world, multiple different continents. I don't consider WSX, WSX a world championship just yet. Right. It's only two, two rounds and two continents. So, um, but yeah, this, yeah, they're they're the same world, but um, but it is. I, I think it's more of the gravity of the word than the description of it. Yeah, and and honestly, I mean, look, if MXGP doesn't come to America, which they don't, is that a real world championship? I mean, obviously it's closer, but sure, you know, yeah. you, when you're really thinking about the number one market for OE, for off off road motorcycles and the highest uh, profile racing, it's in America, and they don't come here. So whatever, who cares? I I think the I just thought they were kind of jamming world championship as much as they could, which is great. I'm here for this battle. I'm here for the, and I'm waiting for Glenn Helen to maybe say that they are the true world championships. I, I don't know. Um, anyways, let's get into this thing. So yeah, it's three races. Uh, the two venues that are not announced, I believe, will be Austin, Texas, and Atlanta Speedway, and then of course the LA Coliseum will be the final. There's a bit of a playoff here with each race worth more points um, than the previous one to kind of ratchet up the seriousness. Of the uh, of each race as we wind down to LA Coliseum, uh, there's more money involved. I think it was one point something million dollars for the uh, twenty. Uh, sorry, for the twenty eight races. Twenty eight races is one point one million now, and then added, added, added. Yep, and then uh, and then they uh, is five point something million or six five. million. 5.5 for the playoffs, yeah. um, which obviously 1.5 of that is going to your champions. So $4 million to play for for the yeah. other 40 guys in the two classes Yeah, which, three which, playoff rounds. Which is great. That's awesome. More money for racers is always a good thing. You'll never hear me talk about that. Uh, what do you think, Paul? What's your take on all of it? Let, well, let's, What's your take on the three races playoff format points system thing? 
Well, as far as the playoff format goes, that's what I was kind of most intrigued to hear and learn about is how they're going to seed the guys in. So they basically said, yeah, top 20 combined points. So that means we're going to get 22 pro motocross motos, points paying motos of, you know, the 25, 22, 20 traditional points paying format. So 22 chances to score points there and 17 chances to score points in the in the 26, uh, 23, 21 format, right, of Supercross. So to me, that puts a little bit of a premium on being an outdoor rider. Uh, you have more chances to score more points, which means you can, you can, you know, push yourself up higher in the combined top 20 points championship to qualify for these final three um so i thought that was interesting um i thought we would want to put more of a premium on supercross but then if you think about it differently maybe this can be something that will slowly start to stop some of the supercross only contracts maybe not but maybe there is some thinking behind that um but as far as the three playoff races i i I love the concept you know i obviously you and i are both fans of other sports stick and ball sports and and yeah we don't have a playoff series um, so I think this is really cool and I really like how they're doing the points. So, you know, one time points at playoff one, two times points at playoff two and three times points at playoff three. So there will be no laying up at any lap of any race. Um, you know, we're going to get the combined top 20 guys from each series. And I think they're going to allow 21 through 30 to line up for the LCQ and compete for the final two spots. And also if you happen to be a race winner, Mm -hmm. meaning an overall outdoors or a main event indoors, and you are not in the top 20 points, which I think is pretty rare. I think Forkner is the only guy this year that, that um, would fit into that kind of crowd. Uh, Yeah. You race the LCQ and hope to get top two and then you go to the main event. Yeah. It's odd for a winner to not be in top 20 overall, but it's happened. And like you said with Forkner. So we expect all the big names to be here. Uh, at these three races, that's the idea. That's what they want, right? Um, and then everybody else, this is their way of saying to everybody, don't do World Supercross, do the Nationals, get your points, qualify for this $5 million. And and, yeah. and that's cool. Great. Yeah, and that's actually a good point when you bring up World Supercross. Um, maybe that makes more sense to uh, – to the point I was talking about, talking about earlier as, as far as like there being a premium on the motocross series. Um, so again, those races are going to take place during the summer, which will obviously be the same kind of dates that the world supercross guys are competing for. So yeah, this mm-hmm. likely will drive more people to race our U S pro pro motocross series. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it, I think it will help all of that because yeah, money is a good thing, right? <laughs> I just hope, you know, there's a, there's at the last check, there's 23, factory 250 spots out there i believe somewhere in uh, the low 20s um for salaried riders on factory teams and that bumps out a few of these guys uh you know i, I mean there'll be injuries and things like that i just hope and this is just a guy that's raised a lot of money for privateers over the year i want to see some guys get into this thing that you know uh, look as much as roxon and tomac and and anderson and sexton you know, they're the stars of our sport. They should get most of the money. I agree with that. I just hope there's room for some privateers that grind this thing out and finish well indoors and out to get into this three-race SMX Cup. I hope there is room for these dudes. Well, I think there is for those guys that you speak of that grind it out and go to everyone, the true privateers, right? I think they will finish 20 to 30 and mm-hmm. combine points and get a chance to go there and race um, to be in the final main event. But as far as like, you know, it's three rounds. Like to me, I'm fine with not including some privateers in three races. Like I want to see the best guys in the world compete just themselves and see them all night, every night. Like obviously there's, you know, however, 27 other races that the privateers can attend. So yeah. I'm totally fine with the exclusivity of the playoff package that they've no, I am too, but I hope I hope there's some room in a format for a real good privateer. You know, uh, I, a Ryan Brees or well, Brees does Supercross only, but someone someone like that comes to mind. 
you know. Yeah, like we'll say like a yeah. Freddie Noren or something. Yes, I, I, yeah. I would I would think Freddie Noren can finish top 30 in combined and then get a whole shot and finish top two in a yeah. four-lap race and you're right. in. Yeah, uh, I think it uh, – <laughs> thoughts, Paul, on the hybrid races? Uh, again, I don't sound as excited about this as you do. Um, I, I'm. We saw hybrid races-ish. Monster Cup, they didn't really work. Now, they, those were, tracks were built for amateurs as well. That's part of the reason why they didn't work. Uh, I'm interested to see how this goes. Uh, they are saying 50% motocross, 50% supercross. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how this works. What, what, what's your thoughts on the tracks? Yeah, I, honestly, I like it, right? You're, you're, they're trying to combine the best of both worlds. I think it's going to um, allow for a lot of um, interpretation in for the teams um with bike setup right there's going to be no whoops but i think we're going to have proper rhythm sections but we're also going to have higher speeds and sand and big jumps and hopefully some bumps and ruts and some roughness in the outdoor sections right so i think that's going to throw a big curveball to um bike setup and i'm interested to see how how the riders adapt to, to that and and it's just going to be nice to see who is the most well-rounded guy right like cooper webb is kind of um, becoming more of a supercross only guy kind of lately. I mean, he does have outdoor wins obviously, but, um, this will be a chance for him to showcase, you know, his kind of ability to do both pretty well. Right. Like, you know, and there's outdoor specialists, right. That will get a chance to go wide open, hopefully a little bit too, and, and not have to worry about an entire supercross track to negotiate. So I don't, I don't know. It's cool. It's the best of both worlds. Right. Right. I'm, yeah. I, I'm uh, fine with it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm interested to see how it works. I don't think we're going to get some radically different winners. Do you know what no, I mean? Like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all going to be the I, same dudes. Yeah. 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 I mean, one of my favorite, one of my most favorite sayings is if you take all the best motocross riders in the world and you put them on a flat track, the best guy's probably going to win still, right? Yep. It's probably going to be the same type guys because, yeah, I don't know how that track makes that much of a difference. You're either good or you're not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, I, and I, I think I did a, a podcast with Chad Reed came out yesterday, and I'll say it again on this Renthal reaction. I am maybe the – I don't – this S, again, uh, my enthusiasm is very mild for this SMX thing and very mild for hybrid tracks, and let's see how it is in my eyes. But really stoked on the riders getting more money. And really stoked on Feld and MX Sports working together, getting on Peacock. They announced that as well. We knew that yeah. was coming, but they announced <clears> it as well. Very stoked that these two entities, you know, we used to have Ralph Shaheen saying, next time you'll see this guy on the track, it'll be at the Monster Cup. You know, we used to have just blatant disregard for the outdoor series from the Supercross guys over and over and over. And it's been better the last few years. Uh, there's no doubt. But I'm stoked they're working together. They can only help each other. A rising tide lifts all boats. And let's hope that MX Sports and Feld all uh, help each other uh, in various ways. And, and it, it's a good thing to me, Paul. Oh, I, honestly, Steve, I, I love it to death. Like, I can now go to a website and find every race all year long on one website. <laughs> I, forgot, uh, I forgot about how it's this, amazing. This, this, this was absolutely the bane of your life, of your existence. Yeah. 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 yeah well, yeah, <laughs> especially when you talk about fantasy and handicaps and entry lists. But, I mean, for the casual fan, they have one place to go now. Yeah. They have one TV streaming platform to subscribe to, and you get all 31 rounds. Like, it's amazing. And we're going to have the same situation for the next five years. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean that's that is awesome. No, it, it, it's, it's great. It's gonna be easy to do. Peacock's real professional. It's gonna work. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. That that uh, it's it, we've been on there before, so everybody knows how it works. And um, really cool uh, the sport to get MX Sports and Feld talking together. I mean, should they? 
Should Adam Bailey get a thank you card for this? I don't know. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just uh, look. They were talking beforehand, but this world, the world, the advent of the World Supercross and eight races next year is the word. Help these two accelerate their timeline and help them accelerate their cooperation. And hey, that's a good thing, man. McDonald's competes with Burger King, and Jersey Mike's competes with Subway. And competition yep. is a good thing. Renthal has Pro Taper uh, pushing Absolutely. it along, you know. So I don't think this in a bad spot. I, I competition is is healthy. Yeah, I, I totally disagree, right? Like Pepsi, Coke, Pro Taper, Renthal, right? It's all the, it, it makes everybody better. Yeah. You're forced to, you're yeah. forced to, yeah, when you see somebody coming up behind you, you're forced to look at opportunities to change. And, and, um, yeah, I, I again, so yeah, I think we can um, probably owe, owe Adam Bailey a thanks for that because yeah. this is, this is really cool and exciting, I think. Yeah, I think so. The one thing that will be weird. And I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see. I don't think it'll happen. But there's a chance here, Paul. We have three 450 champions. You know, we have an indoor guy, yeah. an outdoor guy, and an SMX guy. <laughs> and I don't know if they're going to give the SMX guy a different uh, color plate. Or I hope they do. I hope they do something like that. I hope so, yeah. But, right. But, Let's but, bring back the blue and yellow. We could have three champions. And if you want to talk about confusing the main the mainstream fans, you know, the fans who are just – the casual fans, sorry. Confusing the casual fans, then – you could have a three champions, people being like, what the hell's going on? I, I don't really care, but that's a bit of a drawback, I think, if you have three champions. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, we've been we've had two champions, in, two champions for five decades now, mm. right? So now we're just adding a three-race playoff champion. Yeah. Um, that's the all-around kind of grand national champion, right? The all-around guy. So I, I don't think it's that far of a, of a, yeah, a, a difference yeah. from what we've been dealing with, right? I, I do like the addition of you brought this on earlier about the uh, the points. And I didn't do the math. You're much better at math than I am. Like you said, they're going to be double each time, which I didn't really do the math on that when I first watched the press conference. So uh, that is – you're absolutely right. There will be no laying up. This L.A. Coliseum round will be worth all the marbles, and and there will be no laying up. And I really like that. It didn't come to mind until you mentioned it, Parabinos. Yeah, I, I love it, right? So one times points at, at- – playoff one two times at playoff two and then three times points at playoff three so i guarantee you i will be at the la coliseum because um with with the opportunity to score i think they said 72 points i think that's what 26 times three is um to win that race i mean you can just wake up on the right side of the bed that day and have an amazing day and and you might find yourself holding a million dollar check at the end of the night like i think that's awesome and i think we are going to see some desperation moves because of it um, so I just love that the final race of the year, well, I'm not going to say it's the final because I'm going to call motocross of nations, which I would guess is going to be the weekend after the final race of the year. But, um, I mean, we're guaranteed to have a showdown, right? Guaranteed. No matter what happens all year long, the final race of the year, it's going to be exciting, which I think is cool. Absolutely. Uh, also announce the schedules, um, for, um, indoors and out. 11 nationals, 17 supercrosses. Uh, props to MX Sports, by the way. You know, they – I don't know what the the profits share is of these three races. There's something worked out, obviously. But uh, MX Sports had to give up a race. And um, um, so somewhere along the line, you know, they took a bit of a hit. And, again, maybe they all made it up on the back end. Who knows? But they shortened their schedule by one race. I think that's admirable because, yeah, something had to give here. Um, and, and by the way, too, speaking of Des Nations, Paul saying the last race, we are going to be in for a cold 2023 motocross Des Nations because of the Coliseum's date and the pushing back of the MXDN. Wow, it's going to be cold. In oh, place, yeah. You know, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would guess we're going to be in France October 21, 22. I think that's what I looked on the 22 calendar, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. which is the weekend after the L.A. Coliseum race. So, you know, it's not nothing that hasn't been done before. I, I, I vividly remember going to the uh, MX Sports Pro Motocross Banquet on Sunday after the final national in 2011 at Paula and then getting on a plane on Monday to go race motocross from nations at St. John. So it won't be, it's nothing different that we have done before, but the weather, but yeah, yeah, the weather, the, te- the weather is unreal. And yeah, the teams and the riders are in for a monster year next year. Like we're in for a monster year. That's a lot of racing, but they're, um, they're going to bring it back. They're going to bring it back in 2024 earlier. So, right. It, yeah. It, I think that's the goal. 30, 30 races done by end of September is the, is the goal, right? Yeah. It just might take us a couple years to get there. Yep. So um, the schedule is out. Uh, we're going to something called Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego instead of Petco. Uh, I guess I believe that's the, that's the formerly Qualcomm. Yes. It's a new stadium, 35,000 people, uh, capacity, uh, in the Qualcomm parking lot. So, okay. Yeah. Which is better because Petco's pit setup, although Petco was beautiful, Pit setup, yeah. not ideal. Um, yeah, the pit setup sucked, but man, what a nice race to be at, right, when you're in that stadium. Going back to Tampa, uh, I've been there for a couple of years. Glendale's later but due to the Super Bowl. Back to Nashville. Uh, everyone loved it, obviously, the nightlife there, and the city's pretty uh-huh. cool. So back to Nashville is great. I'm a little bummed we're losing Minneapolis, but uh, hey, what, what, what can you do, man? Uh, yeah, really. Attendance really wasn't good at Minneapolis this year, though. It wasn't good. Well, it could have been just all the fumes that everyone was passing out from and getting carried out, Paul. I'm not sure. But, yes, you're yeah. right. Generally speaking, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, going back to Houston and everything else, the schedule looks really good for Supercross. And for Motocross, we are dropping the one Paula. And everybody, thanks God for that. And then we're going to wind up at Ironman on August 26th. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And then um, September 9th will be the SMX Cup. So there will be one weekend off after Ironman, and we will start – SMX and uh, yeah, so and we'll be one week off after that in between those two, and then a couple weeks off before the Coliseum because again, October fourteenth only date available. Uh, Paul, looking at indoors, outdoors, SMX dates, venues, what stands out for you? For sure, the Coliseum stands out. Um, Anaheim one always stands out. I like that we're going back to East Rutherford. Um, you yeah. know, we're on a nice little kind of one year on, one year off. Uh, I think between what's the other one over there. Uh, Boston. Yeah. Foxborough. There you go. That one. Um, I think it's, 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 uh, tension getting maybe for lack of a better word that Glendale is late, but I think that's because the Super Bowl is going to be in Glendale this year. Yeah. Yep. 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 So that'll be different to have, uh, Glendale in April. Um, besides that, I haven't really looked into it closely as far as what's West, what's East, but I believe there's two breaks built into the Supercross season now instead of just the one, right? Oh, you know what? You're right. I didn't even look, but there is. Let me quickly do the math here. Yes, uh, February 18th, a break. Uh, so early. There we go. Yeah, early. February 18th after Tampa is a break. And then, of course, the traditional Easter break, I believe, as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we do have some some breaks built in. Yeah, so I think that'll be a really nice, a nice change for especially all the teams and riders that are going to 17 races in 16 weeks. It'll be nice to go to 17 races in Yep. 19 weeks? Or wait, other way around? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> uh, 17 and 19, yeah. Uh, no, triple crowns are back. That's great. I didn't think there was a chance we would lose those, but I'm glad they're back. Those are always great. Three of those things lining up again. And, um, yeah, so the, so all of that kind of stuff stays the same. And we are going to Atlanta Motor Speedway on this schedule. Um, and then, so, that was – I saw Georgia Dome, uh, or Mercedes-Benz Dome, sorry, 
on a on an initial schedule a couple of weeks ago. So I don't know what happened there. Like, I saw this three weeks ago, and I was sworn to secrecy, so I couldn't really post it. Uh, and I swear it said Mercedes Benz, and then I you, thought we were going know, back to Atlanta Motor Speedway. So I don't. Yeah, know. you know what? I the, the copy I have of an early release schedule it has Mercedes on there too. So that's interesting. Yes, because I heard the SMX is going to be at the Speedway. So yeah, see, yeah. I, and I would look for it not to be at the Speedway now. Yes, maybe I, not. I, yep. You know, I, yep. I think I think you mentioned Austin and Atlanta. I think Charlotte's been in the conversation. I even think Chicago's been in the conversation. So I'm interested to see where those two yep. end up. Yeah, absolutely. Renthal uh, Re- Reaction Podcast, SMX News. Renthal.com for more information on that. Real cool website with a dealer locator with a, a bar bend chart as well that can match up your bar and tell you what Renthal one to use. And of course, the cloth pads debuting at the uh, vet. Uh, race a few weeks ago in England, and the the people are loving those things. So, um, all right, uh, what else, Paul? Anything else? Uh, rental reaction here for this for this news? No, I don't think so. I mean, you hit on some rental stuff. We have obviously I have some exciting news. I'm I'm just most excited for everybody to be able to go to one website and watch every race on one channel. I'm excited about that, and uh, I think it's I think we're in it for a really great year. I think it's uh, really cool. I think the press conference came out. It, it was really professional as well done. And I just love the unity of, of that's kind of happening everywhere in our sport. Um, that's, that's the most encouraging. It's, it's a lot of people finally getting on the same page and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to blame COVID through all that. And uh, I like to see it. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to SMX news is out. Points are out. Schedules are out. Really cool to see uh, rental.com for more uh, information on that. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, man. Yep. See ya. See ya.